When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? The CBC Wisdom Hour, number 55. I'm Steve Witchell in New Orleans. This is Tony B coming to you live from New Jersey. Yes, sir. It is April 9th, 2019, for those of you keeping track. Um, and this is episode number 55. And as I just pointed out to you the other day, um, it was two years ago that we started doing this. We had a two-year anniversary. Yes, indeed. Two-year run. Yes, and only 55 episodes in two years, but, uh, but you know, we're still doing it, so there you go. Uh, Just like Sammy said. And what was that? That he can't drive, 55. Right. All right, so we are back to doing this live. Um, and Live wisdom. And uh, we're recording it, too, just in case we have any problemos but uh you know no, no problemos no problemos but we uh, as long as i touch nothing um uh, but we're, we're live now so people can join in the chat and i am going to share it in the cover band central group which is still uh, live too <laughs> oh i gotta give you the the update on that i guess we we did an episode last week so what, yes, we did. What do you, uh, where did we leave off, or where did I leave you off and the audience off on that? Um, you were, we, at the end of our episode, you had many, many messages on your, oh, yes, yes, uh, that you were going to tend to and investigate what the feedback was. Yes. And that is where we left. Yeah. Those messages actually were from my moderators. It was kind of, there's a, um, I have eight moderators now in the group, and uh, there are um, we have a uh, communication messenger thread that we all talk in. Um, so this way, it's all in one spot. Everybody gets the info, and people were just talking in that thread. So that was, so it wasn't anything bad. It wasn't anything really good. It was just stuff. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's encouraging. At least it wasn't blowing up yeah. like bad. Yeah, but I yeah I added a bunch of moderators in the group and decided to keep it rolling, so it's not closing down. The, the posting permissions are staying up, and I think with a, a bunch of new moderators in there that it's going to be uh, kept under control much better. So uh, we'll see. I, I I think that was the right thing to do. It didn't feel it just didn't feel right to stop it, um, stop it from uh, being a thing. Too many people like it, and too many people get value out of it. So I can't deprive those people that are using it for the right reasons. You know, 
So and that's the main purpose of, the, of having it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, a lot of people really do get the vision. So uh, you know, I, I have to focus on those people rather than focus on the negative folks out there because that never works. And Always focus on the positive, Steve. Focus that's on what the positive. Try to, that, that's what wisdom's all about. Yes. Look on the sunny side of the street. And speaking of sunny, man, it is beautiful here today. It is just like not humid. It's in the upper 70s, sunny. Man, it's beautiful. Sunny side. It was beautiful uh, uh, past couple of days this week here in New Jersey. It was uh, almost 80 yesterday, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah, and then this morning it was 47. <laughs> there you go. Jersey weather in the spring. Yeah, and now it's um, it's supposed to rain. Uh, it's actually it just started raining here, so it's like raining and it's, it's, it's kind of dreary out. So tomorrow's supposed to be beautiful, and, and so is uh, Thursday. So Sweet. looking forward to some more sunshine, but spring's finally here, which is good. Yes, so um, you played this weekend, yeah? Or is it I'm playing this coming weekend. Oh, this yes, coming weekend. That's right. But you're yeah, all, you're already yes, Saturday the the thirteenth. Uh, oh right, right. Okay, good. So, looking forward to hearing about that afterwards. Yeah, looking forward to to, to playing. You know, got a good good feedback on uh, people that are coming out to uh, have a good time and support the band and you know get out and out and about and have some fun. So it's all good. Very cool. Yeah, looking forward to it for sure. Cool, man. I am marathon playing. I did five nights in a row last week, doing five nights this week, and possibly doing the weekend too. Uh, don't know yet, but there's. Uh, What's the most nights in a row that you have played? I don't know exactly, but I, th- I know for sure I've played like sixteen or seventeen in a row. Um, cool. Here. here. Uh, but I don't know what the exact number is. But I'm going to guess it's around there, six, 16 to 18 maybe at the most in a row. Which is a lot, man. I mean, it's a lot for any gig. But for, for this gig down here, geez, it's, almost yeah. like, it's almost like you can't do really anything else. You just like, because you're so tired. Like even just doing the five nights at the swamp, I'm just like uh, I'm exhausted. By the time I get home, man, I'm just like wiped out. And I get up. You know, relatively early for a musician, I'm generally up between 9.30 and 10 o'clock in the morning. And then, you know, getting home at 1 o'clock in the morning, um, you know, and then having to do stuff when I get home. And then I I almost always end up falling asleep on the couch. Like, got the TV on and just like, ah, I'm out. But uh, but I still get a sufficient amount of sleep, I suppose. But it's, Ah, yes. But and remember, tired is a state of mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also a state of the body. Yes, the body needs rest. It, it can be, like I said, if you don't get enough rest and you wear yourself out, for sure. You know. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because some people, you know, need more sleep than others, right? Like some people can survive on four or five hours. Other people need at least eight. Yeah, I th- a lot of it depends on how well you're taking care of yourself. I think overall, too. Yep. You know, I would agree with that. How well you're eating. That's a valid statement eating and exercising and all that, which I have not been doing well lately. I've been eating like crap and not exercising, so I need to uh, need to get back on the program, man. You'll probably feel a lot more energetic and a lot more refreshed if you 
were exercising and eating healthier diet for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And I because I do enjoy actually working out and being uh, you know, eating healthy. So I I kind of started this week, but I sort of I sort of screwed up last night because I was like we were done and I was so hungry and I was like there's this deli um, in the, the the French Quarter. It's kind of a, a hideaway. Not a lot of people know about it, but people that do know about it know how great it is. The food is just fantastic. And I went and got right. a I went and got a Reuben sandwich last night and and a B <sighs> and a BLT <laughs> and a BLT. Wow, double duty. And but they're both so good. And the, the, uh, that's the best Reuben I've ever had in my life. That that place. Well, that's like my brother. There's a pizza place. You know, he works nights and uh, he gets off at midnight. And there's a place that's open to like four in the morning down by where he works. And uh, the guy has all these crazy unique pizzas you know he's got like a, a nutella dessert pizza he's got like all these wait, exotic wait a second nutella on pizza yeah <laughs> dude he said it is on no no it's not nutella on top of pizza it's like a pizza crust but with nutella and I think it's like whipped cream and something else. Not he said it's like a dessert pizza, but he said it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't ridiculously know. Ridiculously good. He said it's almost like having like Zeppeli with Nutella on it. You know. Okay. Um, right. But in addition to that, he said there's all kinds of you know unique uh, pizzas that the guy makes. So being that he gets out of work so late and the place is you know only a little ways away from closing, he always hooks him up with extra. You know, care package to take home with him. Nice. Gotta love the care package. Yeah. Oh, and he said it's it's unbelievable. The guy makes all kinds of like shrimp scampi pizza and uh, like tortellini alfredo pizza and chicken bacon ranch and all kinds of stuff. He just, shrimp pizza. <laughs> yeah. You did, you did say that. Shrimp scampi pizza. Shrimp pizza. Shrimp bob, shrimp pizza. Lop, shrimp capstones. Peanut shrimp butter soup. pizza. <laughs> yep. Peanut butter and jelly pizza, peanut butter and and marshmallow fluff pizza, <laughs> peanut butter and peanuts fluff pizza, fluffernutter pizza, fluffernutter. <laughs> yeah, cool man. Um, stuff, man. So yeah, the secret hideaway deli, always good for midnight snack. Yes. For those of you, I I, I can't even tell you the name of it because I always forget. It's just cafe or something, um, but it's on it's on secret. It's on Governor Nichols and Royal Street, the corner there. Anybody wow. listens to this and comes to New Orleans and, and wants to check it out, it's the best food, man. Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, I just got this notification yesterday, an uh, email that we are on Spotify now. And awesome. I, I so the Wisdom Hours podcast is on Spotify? On, on Spotify. I didn't even have to do anything. I just got an email saying, hey, your, your show is on Spotify now. Like, cool. Wisdomify. <laughs> yeah, love it. Wisdomify. That's funny. Wisdomify on Spotify. Yeah. So we're all over the, the place, the uh the podcasting world. So that's pretty cool, man. I, I dig that. Schmear all over the place. I was just wa I watch Jeopardy all the time and uh, I without fail I watch Jeopardy. And I think it was yesterday they announced the contestants and they always say their name, where they're from and what they do. And they're like, uh, uh, our first contestant is so-and-so, and he's a uh, podcast host from Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> like, wait a second. That's a job now? 
It's like it's somebody's job. <laughs> podcast host. You're a podcaster. That's your job. Like we do it just as like it's almost like a goof. We're doing it. You know, we're not doing it as a job. I mean, it's we do charity work. Yeah, man. We're yeah, just man. we're trying to give. Um, but um, I would never con- I would never consider it a job. I don't think. I, although I guess it, I guess I can now, right? I'm allowed to. If the guy in Jeopardy can, yeah. I can too. So what do you do? I'm a podcaster. Oh, I also play bass. <laughs> I'm a podcaster. A podcaster. I'm a dog walker. Stratocaster. Because I walk my dog every day, and that's a job. So that's I'm a do- I'm a podcaster. I'm a dog walker. I'm a showerer and an eater. So I do those things too. I'm an Uber driver. And uh, yeah, yeah play- wearing a lot of hats there, dude. That's good. Great. Yeah, I play bass too. Your web uh, website hoster, CBC International Ambassador of Wisdom. I like that too. And I am a president and CEO and founder of Coverband Central, all things Coverband Central. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a lot of things, man. It's pretty cool. What a lot of things going on there, Steve. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, so I'm playing all week. I'm playing tonight. Uh, so that's why I really needed to get, I got a nap in this afternoon. Because I got up, you know, like I normally do, do my normal things. And then I was just like, oh, I'm just so tired, man. I just need, and anticipating that we were going to be doing this too. It's like, uh, I just, I need to get an extra hour or two of sleep. Because last night was, like this week, it's been really good. Um, you know, like I talked about last week, I think how the room, the, the room changes from like a, a corner bar room to a, uh, you know, like a, a party room to like, well, it, it just based on who's there. And this week yep. it's been like really the, the swamp they put recently put in tables, new tables and new, ch- new chairs in the main room where we play. And it's been a long time coming because there's, there's chairs outside. You know, this uh, the big the, the club is divided from an outside area to an inside area, and there's chairs and seat and tables and stuff outside, and there there usually wa- were in inside, but like they were crappy, or and sometimes there'd be no tables in there at all, and it would it would really make a difference based on um, uh, how many people would would come in and stay and and blah blah blah. So they recently put in new tables and chairs, so more people come in, buy drinks and sit down and watch the band. So that's that helps us a lot. And this week we've had really like a middle-aged crowd who is really content with that. Like they have their shopping bags with them and they might be carrying a daiquiri from that they just bought. But they're like, oh, you know, let's go in and watch this band. So they come in, they buy a drink, sit down and watch the band. And last night especially, I mean, I say this week, so it's only been Sunday and Monday. That's my dog barking. Butler, we're on the air, Butler. You, you can't be, but hey, can't be barking right now. Doesn't he understand we're on the air? Um, and but last night, yeah, we we had a, a really good crowd. Like they just kept slowly coming in, and usually it's more like a turnstile crowd where people come in and leave. But people were just kind of coming in and staying, and it was starting to increase. Uh, the crowd was increasing, and uh, we had Tracy singing, who she blows the roof off the place. And the usually, like you have to sort of goad people into responding like clapping or whatever and we were ending songs and pe- there was a roar from the crowd people were like cheering there they were i mean at the top of the lungs the whole crowd was just uh, uh, like 
I haven't experienced in a long, long time in New Orleans or anywhere really where we end the song and people just like erupt in this, you know, applause and everything. It was really, it was really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, and I mean, really whistling and hooting and hollering and everything, and they were just really into it and they, uh, and uh, um, buying us drinks and, and tipping us well. So um, I hope to have more of that tonight and for the rest of the week. Um, that's really, it's a really good feeling. You know, it makes you really appreciate the job. Oh yeah. Those are the great, you know, the greatest experiences you can have at a gig, right? I mean, it's all you could ask for and more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, killer. Yeah. Yeah. And we got, there's a French quarter fest festival this weekend. So I think that's why that kind of crowd is coming in. That's more of a, uh, French Quarter Fest is where they block off the French Quarter, and there's they have bands playing outside, like in the street, and then they have all sorts of vendors, food and and crafts and whatnot all over the French Quarter. So that attracts that kind of crowd. So um, I'm guessing that's why those people are in town. Um, Very cool. Yeah. Uh, it's festival season here in New Orleans. French Quarter Fest. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I mean New Orleans is, you know, year round. There's stuff that they celebrate. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's a party town. Yeah, there's man. something going on there. Some kind of, uh, you know, <laughs> opportunity to to celebrate. Yeah. Yeah, and if there isn't, we'll find one. We'll make one up. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, you will. Yes, that's what happens here. Today is New Orleans Sock Week. <laughs> Oh, there's always conventions in town too, so dog licensing convention. Come on down. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if that was a thing. Like, why are you guys here? Oh, for the dog licensing convention. Yeah. There's a convention for. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of dog licensors all over the world. We come to convene and talk about licensing dogs. <laughs> Loose leaf paper organizing seminar. You never know. Remember the hire band. Yeah. There was like one, I, I was driving around town and there was just one street blocked off and then I talked to somebody there and I was like, what, what's going on there? Like, uh, oh, it's just the, the 10th anniversary of this restaurant and they're celebrating, you know, by blocking the street off and having bands set up and everything. So, yeah. <laughs> That's what it's all about, dude. It's cool. I was going to close the street and set up a band in the middle of the road. Yep. Yep. Just a reason party. You know, if it was like that everywhere in the world, there would be peace on earth. Indeed, there would be, and there'd be music everywhere. Music everywhere. That's what we want. Um, so, uh, yeah. So what else is going on in CBC land with your um, feedback and commentary? Mm. Well, I've been working with this guy who runs a, a thing called 22 Social, which is a basically an an app that you can add to your Facebook page to add other functions. So if you want to sell something, um, you can create this, using this 22 social, you can create a very easy to use, easy to understand, but highly functional um, extension for your page to do that. So And you can do it basically with anything. And this guy, they do a... a uh, like a webinar once a week. In fact, they'll do one today. Probably, uh, I think it's it. 
right around when we're done. Um, and they teach and they have, uh, you know, guests come on and talk about uh, how they've monetized their groups and their pages and what they're doing and, and how they've grown it. So this guy, I've been part of this for a while now and, uh, you know, caught this guy's attention based on the numbers for CBC. And he reached out to me and said, um, you know, he wanted to work with me and help me to develop some ideas for this. So that was part of the reason, actually, that I was going to originally uh, shut the group down or, or shut off posting permissions was kind of based on what was happening and what I wanted to do, but also based on his recommendation. But then I, I talked to him yesterday and we we mapped out and I got to share this with you. I don't want to share it with everybody, but um, mapped out like he's really good. At, he's very organized. And, he, and we mapped out a game plan for for CBC, what we're what we're going to do um, as far as taking this to the next level and really providing some value, the, the initial value that I wanted to provide for people, which is going to really come from me. Um, and it's all, I have it all charted out and, you know, scheduled and everything. Um, so what I'm going to be doing is uh, picking a topic to discuss and, um, and um, introducing that topic idea in the free group, saying, all right, we're, you know, just... Uh, you know, arbitrarily say like song selection. We're, you know, we're going to be talking about song selection and how you go about it, and what are the best methods, and and blah yep. blah blah. And then and just introducing that idea in the free group, and then, uh, um, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Let me see. I'm looking at my chart here. So what I would actually, all right. So that's a thing I would do. That that's um, every other week, and then I'll go in in the paid group the day after I introduce it in the free group and and talk about it in much more detail with the, you know, the paid members and, um, you know, have interaction with them, do it live. So I have interaction with them and then that, so I'll do that every other week. And then the other weeks in between, I'm going to do Q and A's. So I'll, I'm going to introduce and I, uh, in the paid group, just say, uh, give, give them a thread saying, here's where you can post your questions that you want to discuss further. And then, go into the free group and say, all right, here are the, here are the questions that were posed and I'm going to address this in a Facebook Live tomorrow. Um, so that would be every other week. So that fills out four weeks of content. So I'll be doing that every month and um, yeah, every week. So getting it much more interactive and much more targeted to certain topics that need to be discussed, need to be addressed and really based it on the, what the audience is looking for. So um so I'm really excited for that. And then we're going to extend it into, once that starts to kind of roll, I'm going to open up a more advanced group where there's like, we do mastermind calls and Zoom calls. And Zoom is a, a video chat, essentially. Yep. Uh, so oh, you're familiar with Zoom, yeah. And you can share your screen and it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So so I'm going to, once this gets rolling, this, this, uh, this thing that I'm doing here, I'm going to open up an advanced group for people which is going to be more for a premium and then uh, and start really digging in deep, deep, deep with this stuff. And then after that, I'm going to introduce uh, one on one session availability stuff where I can really just hone in on uh, somebody's particular circumstance, whatever their specific problems or challenges are, and really work with them and really get it to where they can, uh, you know, maximize their their potential with whatever situation they're in. And I feel like I can really do that for anybody. I could take anybody's, 
look at anybody's situation objectively and tell them exactly what they need to do um, and really guide them in, in doing that and help them. So I'm really excited to get to this level, to this point where I'm really going to help be able to make a difference for people. So, so that's what's going on. Yeah. That's what I've been working on. That's great, dude. That's huge. It's, it's big news. I'm excited to see it come to fruition. Yeah, me too. And, and the fact that I, I have this guy that I'm working with is really, really helpful because it's, he's kind of just zeroing in on exactly what I need to do. And he's very organized and he has this, uh, we, we do it, um, when we do a live call, we've done two so far and it's like, uh, we do it in zoom and then he uh, opens up Google docs and he has this whole thing, this whole chart set up and th these whole step by steps thing and a table here. And he does it, you know, in real time as we're talking, you know, he'll type it out and I can see what he's typing and, uh, you know, make my own suggestions and, and do all that. So, and then, you know, it's the accountability part of it, you know, cause now I have a scheduled call with him again next week. So by the time, you know, he, you know, he put in specific dates, he's like, okay, you got to do this on this date and this on this date and blah, blah, blah. And then, all right, we're going to meet back again on Monday, next Monday. So by next Monday, I have to have certain things done. Um, so that, you know, having that accountability partner is huge for me and having it organized and just, it's huge because it, it's so easy to like get lost in this. There's so much to do and so much, you know, well, and it really plays on the whole community and camaraderie, right? You can't do it alone. So it's, you know, just like what you started CBC for, you know, as a community to help, um, you know, other musicians. So now you find, you know, those sort of resources online in, in all avenues, you know, and you capitalize on that and you, you build on the relationships and, um, you know, everyone has something to offer someone else, right? And then not only is it, you know, it's a positive momentum because, hey, it's, it's welcomed help and it's assistance from another perspective that you wouldn't have on your own. And then twofold, like you said, then it's the accountability of, hey, I, you know, I have to put action to this because there's going to be, you know, um, a measured result that I'm going to be held accountable for. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, that, that's what I think the most important thing is, too, is that you can't have goals without having some sort of accountability and, you know, uh, tracking to see how your progress is. You know, because if you don't write it down and track to it, it's it's not a goal. It's just a dream. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, and if you're doing things all by yourself, then, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's, it's hard to stay motivated. And it's also, you know, difficult, even if you know the path, right, the, the, to stay motivated. But what if you don't know exactly the next step, you know, and then you have someone that can help you establish that and then, you know, hold you accountable as well. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah, it is huge. And, and I'm very grateful that this guy reached out to me because he, they have, you know, thousands of customers or, or uh, people that are, are out there using their program and right and successful. So, you know, if I'm successful with this, that's going to certainly help them quite a bit, you know, that's going to help them say, you know, have, the more success stories they have, the better, you know, for, for their company. For um, sure. And there's a way to measure too now, you know, and keep track of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, it's huge. It's, it's a godsend that, that I have this. Um, and, uh, you know, you can, you, and I, 
it goes with anything like playing in a band too. You can be self-motivated and being self-motivated really does help you um, in, in all aspects of life. And, and like if you're getting a job, you know, I think the people, when they interview people, candidates, they, they, that's something they ask, you know, um, in a roundabout way anyway, to find out how, how motivated you are to, you know, if you have nobody overseeing what you're doing, like, are you still going to do stuff? Correct. And um, clearly I have been, because I built this whole community with no, you know, no boss, no, no teachers, no nothing. I just did it my, uh, by myself. Um, so clearly I was motivated. So I get, I think that's attractive to people that attracts other people that w- want to help you to continue to do that. Um, Absolutely. And you can't have a, a company of one person, you know what I mean? So w- when you find other motivated individuals that can add value to what you're doing and recognize value in what you're doing and are, you know, willing to help and, and see, um, you know, an opportunity there to make it better or to offer, like I said, a different perspective to help someone else to succeed. You know, that's what I'm talking about, where the camaraderie comes in and, you know, you still need to have the self-discipline, like you said, and, and not, you know, you need to always remind yourself of, of how far you've come and how much work you've put into it, you know. But as it grows exponentially, too, you need to solicit outside help, you know, to help you grow. You know, it's just the way it works, right? I mean, even the greatest business leaders in the world solicit, um, you know, leadership uh, perspectives and training from, from other entities or individuals or companies, you know, because everyone's got formulas and um, different perspectives on how things work and, um, you know, different strategies on how to be effective, right? And you may, you know, you may know, you know, 10 strategies, but there may be a thousand out there. So it's always good to have someone else, uh, you know, to, to add some, some uh, guidance and some training and some influence, you know, to, to make you think differently about how you're approaching something. Yep. Um, for sure. Good stuff. For yeah. sure. Um, I had a thought on there too, and I forgot what it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm excited to uh, to just keep keep growing and 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 getting through all that mess over the last couple of weeks. Getting through it and seeing it in the rear view now is is huge, man. It's like, man, if I could survive that and still want to do this, still stay motivated, then. That's that's saying something. Yeah, for sure. You know, but like they say, this too shall pass, right? All all things, you know, evolve and work themselves out, and it's never, you know, there's never an end. It's just a different, you know, uh, dynamic, or and things change and things may go in a different direction, you know. But it's always moving. It's always fluid. Yeah, when I got my ass kicked, and <laughs> somebody in the in the uh, the pay group, which is Cover Band Central Musicians, on Facebook, if you search that and you want to come into that group, it's a group. It's for it's a subscription based group, um, and it's it eliminates all the the junk that you find in in open public groups on Facebook, and it's a good community of people already. And uh, a guy asked uh, the other day, he was like talking about his band situation, saying that um, he wasn't really getting along with um, the the keyboard player and the drummer, or I don't remember exactly, but two two of the members of the band were like not taking things seriously and joking around and he's like i just want to quit you know and he does an awful lot of of the work in the band so he um you know he's just feeling frustrated and i just you know gave him that kind of same advice and just said hey man look you're gonna face challenges you're when you have a group of, of people 
you're always going to end up having differences about things. And it, the, the people who really persevere are the ones who just find a way to work it out, you know, get through it or, or talk it out or whatever. And I just said, you know, try, do everything you can before you quit. Don't just quit because you're going to regret that. If you, it, at least if you try to, to work this situation out with them, if you, if you then decide to leave, at least you know you did everything you could. Um, but right. but don't just yep. gi- don't just give up, man. Because you know it's you'll regret it. And and there there's been many times, even in the band that I play in at the Swamp, what I where I have felt like walking away. Um, and things I, and I find that the things that were annoying me at the time don't they dissipate, you know. And the, the things that are really valuable with that relationship and that situation are the things that really always end up rising to the top. Um, so you got to just stick it out. You got to always stick it out. Do, do, do everything you can for the situation. And, uh, you know, don't just, don't give up. It's easy. Hey, especially when you've invested a ton of time and effort and energy and, you know, coordination and it's not, it's not easy, you know, putting a band together and then having a successful band and then main, maintaining it, you know? Yeah. So, like you said, it's always easy to think, uh, just, you know, I'll just step away from this and do something else. But it's not always that easy. But there are also sometimes situations where you may have to do that, you know, for one reason or another. Yeah. You know, it's not the desired outcome or route to take, right? But sometimes uh, you're not left with the choice or personally you may feel that that's your only option, you know? Yeah. You just don't want to make hasty decisions, though. No, definitely not. You know, you definitely want to sleep. Think about it, and you know, sleep on it. Sleep on it. Seek guidance from you know your respected peer group or people that you value their opinion. You know, see what they have to think about it. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, upward and onward. CBC twenty one hundred twenty six thousand strong on the page. Fifty one thousand in the group. And yeah, in two weeks, it's the twenty fifth of April will be the five-year anniversary of the Caribbean Central page. So, you know, I, I'm going to throw a party. Wow. That's a celebration. <laughs> or another reason to celebrate. Five years. And five years, it doesn't seem in the grand scheme of things a long time, but my goodness, the the things that I've accomplished in the, those five years, it's crazy. Yeah. It's just growing a, a community of that size and still consistently growing by a 1,000 people a week average. Uh, it's still in its infancy, you know. It's only five years old. Think about that. It's like a five-year-old child, you know. Yes, a little brat. I <laughs> <laughs> got, a, you know, long future ahead. Yes. Uh, speaking of little brats, <laughs> <laughs> how do you? What's your feeling on? And I'll t- I'll, I'll tell you why I'm asking this. But what's your feeling on competition shows? The the TV ones, the American Idols and Voice and and all those. I think that any competition brings out um, a certain element uh, in people. Some people are, you know, let's face it. If you want to be successful in the music industry, you know, you can't sing in your basement and you could be, you know, phenomenal. But, you know, it's also about getting out in front of a crowd and overcoming those fears and any stage fright and, you know, being comfortable in front of people and singing like your best or performing at your best, you know, in front of uh, an audience as opposed to just, you know, playing at home by yourself where there's no pressure, you know, quote unquote, 
but I think that those shows are, um, you know, I, I think it's a way, it's, it's, it's another um, vehicle for people who otherwise wouldn't have an opportunity. I mean, listen, with YouTube and, and all the social media outlets of, of everything that's, you know, is present in today's society, there's, you know, a thousand ways for you to get your talent out, you know, and uh, into the mainstream or have other people see it. It's not like in the old, you know, think about the olden, olden time of, you know, even just 20 years ago or 30 years ago, you know, if you were a band, you would have to play out. You know, there was no YouTube, right? There was no way, no vehicle that you could just put out to, you know, the world, your product. So I think that, you know, it's it's kind of a necessary evil to, to the industry, but it's not the only way to become discovered. That makes sense? Absolutely. Um, but I think as long as there are people that are going to be interested in watching it, um, there'll be shows like that. Uh, I think American Idol, when you see the auditions of how many people uh, really, you know, have that desire to, to, to become... Um, you know, professional singer or, or be in the spotlight in that, that capacity, uh, it, you know, based on the amount of people versus the, you know, the people that are actually chosen, right, as they go through the different iterations of, of the eliminations, you know, it really does weed out, um, you know, there's really some great talent that comes out of those shows, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But there's also tons of great talent, too, that never, you know, was on a, a, a competitive show like that. Right. I see a lot of criticism of shows like that, and I have seen that over the years from musicians, especially of shows like that, because you know the people think of it as people taking a shortcut and you know not really putting in their dues and and whatever. And uh, but I'm a fan. I I've been a fan of Idol since the third season. That's when I started watching it, which was 2004. I want to say. Um, and and then the voice from the get go, I was a fan of that. But I I, I haven't because they have so many seasons. They have two seasons a year, you know. So it's like I can't keep watching, just watching TV all the time. <laughs> right. But you know, even a show like American Idol, Steve, you may see someone on there. It's like, hey, I'm a, you know, I'm a grocery store clerk, but I sing, you know, at home in the shower, and you know, then that person starts singing, and you're like, holy cow, you know, that that person has a unbelievable voice like what a what a gift you know what a talent right. and then you also have people how, who said hey you know i've been a performer for 10 years you know and i have you know done the bar circuit and i have, i am a professional musician you know i do it for a living full time but i haven't had an opportunity or a break you know yeah and then you know maybe they they get discovered through american idol yeah um you, you know and and that's that's just the nature of the way it is so i think you see both it's not always just a shortcut you know and it could be a shortcut for someone who maybe didn't have the confidence to go out and do that or didn't you know have the opportunity to do it but has a gift or it could be someone that has you know paid their dues quote unquote and is now given an opportunity where they they can be successful right yeah and yeah like i said i'm a fan like and i've been watching this season of american idol this is the second season it's on abc with uh Katy perry lionel richie and um Luke Bryan are, are the the uh, judges and the first season I, I wasn't very memorable for me but I was like all right you know it's on again I'll watch it and I, I watched the first couple I think the first audition and then 
but just DVR the rest and, and hadn't watched it. But then this past week, I went and binge watched all of it, all of it to catch up. And um, there was a, a new episode on last night, and I, I'm about halfway through that one. But th- there's so much about it for me that is consistent with what I really try to impart to people with Cover Band Central. And um, first of all, it's just about the music, man. Like there's, there's so much good music available. And if you're a fan of music and you get to see somebody put a fresh take on a song or it's just a, a new, te- a, a different voice on a, on a song that's already been, been uh, through the ringer and tested it and, and, and has endured, um, it's just refreshing you know it's to me it's just there's so much about it that i i really enjoy and especially because most of the people the performers on those shows are doing covers they're doing it's a cover freaking show it's right cover songs they could call it cover songs live um however uh, on idol this year a lot of people have been coming in and doing originals which is also really refreshing especially when it's a good song you know when people come in and and it's you know right away if it's gonna if it's a good song if if the you know if the lyrics content is, is really good and and the melody is good and memorable um you know you know right away so it's it's really nice seeing that and there there are a couple people on idol this year that are just mind-blowingly good man um yeah and even like you said in past years i mean like chris daughtry was one of those guys you know he was an original he you know cover band guy too but he had original music of his own you know coming into the show oh yeah yeah and then that proved it by putting out a killer record when when he was done with Idol, right? And I mean, you know, look at the success that's come from uh, Idol too. With you know, now granted, maybe they don't all write their own songs, obviously, right? Because once they step into that spotlight, they have producers and songwriters and people that you know are, are there to help them. But they are the talent, so to speak, you know. Yeah, it's undeniable that it has really helped people and brought people to the to the spot. You, you can't deny it. I mean, it's just. There's people that are in popular culture that have come sprouted from shows like that. Um, but, but I think what you said earlier, too, about people taking a shortcut, you know, I think it's about, you know, if you have a talent and you have a gift and, and you know, and that becomes a vehicle to help you to succeed in, in, in you know, in utilizing that as, as a as a stepping stone or a method of propelling you into, you know, into having success with it. I, I think it's a great thing. I do, too. And. I would really love to in the future. I have really lofty goals for CBC, and I would really love to do a show like that for cover bands. You know, go out and discover talent, and and nurture that talent, and have a competition show where somebody can. There was there was one years ago, and I I really need to find some video of it, and I'm sure it's available on YouTube. And um, I I remember it was hosted by Paul Schaefer. I don't remember what the name of it was, but it didn't do it didn't last long. And I, I don't, and I have to go back and watch it and see what they did wrong. Uh, but that was even. I do like, remember that show, though. I do remember Paul Schaefer. Yeah, um, I think it was on VH1. Um, it was like Cover Wars or something, something like that. But um, I would really love to do something like that under the Cover Band Central umbrella, and and because I I love finding new talent, man. That's that I want to be the Simon Cowell of this, you know. Um, right, so yeah. like I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Simon Cowell. I think I read his book and he, you know, he struggled. He, he, he worked his way through 
and he just believed in himself. He was like mopping floors at, at a at a uh, at a record label or, or working in the mail room or something to to start with, and that's how he kind of worked his way up in, in the record industry and you know started like and discovering new talent. That was his thing. Like he, he was really good at it, and and I think he is very good at it um, at at knowing knowing somebody who's really w will stand the test of time and also just not bullshitting anybody like I, I i don't know if i'd have the balls to do that like as much as he did you know like yeah, he's pretty you know he's pretty brutally honest when it comes to what his opinion is of somebody yeah but but there's so much value in that too because it's like stop wasting your time don't do this you're not you're, right. you're not meant to be a singer Go back to your mailroom, you know, whatever. I mean, right. just, yeah. I mean, sometimes people need that kind of a slap in the face to say, like, what are you doing? Like, you're not, you're not good. <laughs> you know, somebody like your friends and family are going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're really good. But, you know, having somebody tell you just like, look, man, you're just not. Or, or he would say, you know, you're good, but you're not great. You're, you're not, you know, superstar material. You can definitely pursue, you know, as a hobby and enjoy it, you know, but you're not going to make a living doing it. Yeah, I, I mean, I would love to be in that situation, in that seat, essentially, where I can, you know, look at a band and just say, and not be, you know, not be a dick about it, but say like, well, here's the problem: you need to, you need to replace your guitar player. You know, your guitar player is drunk all the time, and he's, you know, he's not, he's playing out of time or playing out of tune, like, you know, just something like that. Because holding his guitar upside down, good indication. Yeah, because I, like, because when you're in a band situation. It's tough because you become friends with people or people are related in some way or whatever, or, yep. or people are in a relationship sometimes. Um, and it's, it's tough to make the, the, the hard choices because you're in that situation. So to having somebody objectively kind of like this guy is doing for me with CBC, you know, having somebody objectively come in and say, well, here's the problem. You know, it's obvious to me and it's obvious to me always for and it's just something that I, because i've been in this for so long and, and because i studied it like there's a there's a band that i, I, I subbed for uh, a week or so ago and i will be subbing for them again in the future and it's uh people that i know that are friends of mine um but when i was playing subbing for them the other week i was just thinking the whole time you know while i'm still having fun and doing my job and everything i'm still thinking the whole time well here's the problem with this band this band isn't doing this and this and they should you know here's what can take this band really even higher um and it's not in that case it's not necessarily even a problem it's just like all right well you want to you want to keep growing you want to keep getting better well here's the things you need to do and yeah it's room for improvement yeah and i didn't you know I, I didn't say anything and i'm not going to unless i'm asked but i just identify things like that really easily and um and i you know i suppose that a lot of people could do that, but I just, it's an art to me. And, uh, so I want to, I, I would, I want to eventually get to that point. So hopefully this other stuff I'm doing with CBC growing it and, and to the point where I'm going to be working one-on-one -on -one with people, I'll be able to get to that situation where I can, I can do that and, and nurture and coach bands and, and hopefully put together something like similar to the singing shows, but with bands, with cover bands. Um, cause there's so many out there. You know, like you said, with the, the draw of people, the millions of people that come out when they have auditions for Idol and, and stuff like that, um, 
I don't think you're going to get those kind of numbers for a band show, but you're still going to get some pretty big numbers because there's cover bands everywhere. You know, and yeah, and you know, <clears throat> most musicians are ambitious. You know, they they are they understand that they can't just sit back and wait for things to happen. They have to constantly be seeking opportunities and constantly putting themselves out there and looking for, um, you know, other avenues and ways to promote yourself. You know, and the, the hungriest are usually the most successful. But I've also seen where, you know, it, you could be the hungriest but not have the talent. And sometimes you see the bands or individuals that have the most talent are not the are not always the most driven, right? Because it comes a little easier to them. You know, I used to see that with, with students when I used to teach drums um, and had, you know, 30, 40 students. You would see that there was, oh, you know, if you found um, – particular individual with a, a ton of talent, you know, they didn't have to practice as hard or you'd have to constantly challenge them, you know, whereas you might find someone with less God given talent, but has, you know, that, that drive to practice, you know, five hours a week. And eventually they start to catch up to one another, you know, and then you find the rare gem where you have someone with a real natural gift who's also has the drive to, to really develop it, you know, and those are the people that you see really succeed. You know, so that's always something to think about. Um, trying to find those people to coach, you know, and mentor to say, you know, you have you have such a gift and a talent. Don't take it for granted by not giving it your all. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good stuff there. Good advice there. Um, so I happen to I actually know. Um, so American Idol's on ABC now. It used to be on Fox. It's been on ABC for two years. I happen to actually personally know, and this is true, the president and general manager of ABC. Wow. In New York, in Manhattan. Um, and she it's a she. She's been there for 20 years, and I've known her since uh, my early 20s. Uh, she's, she's like one or two years younger than me, I think. Um, but, I, you know, she's, she's somebody I personally know. So... If I had all this stuff together, I could go. I could go right to the top of ABC. Right just, to the top and pitch your just, idea. Just say, you know, just give her a call and say, "Hey, this is what I got. What do you think?" And maybe she could point me in the right direction, hook me up with the right people, and make it a reality. I mean, this is something I really want to do, and I know that's a lofty goal, but I think it can be done. Hey, but you should make a plan and pursue it in earnest. Yes. You know, you can achieve anything if you have a clear, concise vision and plan, right, of what you want to achieve. Yes. And then, you know, follow the steps to get there. Right. The action part, you know, is, is, is the critical component, but you need to have a plan. Otherwise, it's it's for not. Oh, yeah. I talk about that in my book, Cover Band Riches, which is uh, available on the website, coverbandcentral.com. That's the, the, the second step in the uh, 24 uh, tips in that book is have a plan. Have a specific yep. plan. First, you have your goal is number one. Number two is have a plan. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, and I think having a routine now with this stuff with Carbon Central, with with have this guy set me up with this schedule and with this program, and, and then it becomes so much easier because it takes so much uh, away from my brain time. Like I, I don't have to think about it anymore. I can just do like making a recorded video on a topic easy for me. Doing a live Q and A, easy for me. I, you know, I've been doing it for free for years, so I'm going to do it now and and monetize it. And 
having a schedule routine and we you and i have been talked about this a, a lot um you know just making something a habit once you do that it becomes easier and it kind of frees up everything else so so yeah i'm gonna, I'm oh, gonna ab- absolutely <laughs> the hardest thing is to start you know you have to be diligent in the beginning right to create that habit and then to implement it you know day after day and then it becomes part of your routine for sure yeah so look out for that, can, folks. We can build on those habits. That, that's the whole key. Mm. So y'all can look out for that. Y'all, listen to me. Sometimes, y'all. Sometimes Coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee, y'all. <laughs> uh, that excites me. I, and I don't necessarily think I would want to... I, I don't know how much of a part of the show I would want to be. Um, like, I wouldn't want to be on air like a judge or anything. Oh, maybe I would. Who knows? <laughs> maybe I would. I, you know, I don't know, uh, but you definitely behind want, the scenes and, you know, yeah, definitely want to get people that are uh, known artists on there to make it, you know, to sell it. So, um, but that's something yep. I like to do. Um, but back in, uh, in today's world, I just bought yesterday, I ordered online a new microphone because I've been having issues at, at work with, I use a 58, a Shure SM58, um, and which is, you know, the standard mic for vocals. And yeah. and it works great good and but I've been just having struggling with getting the right mix. Um, you know, I've been having to tweak it. And you would think I've been there for 5 years you, you would you'd think we'd have it like just completely dialed in now, but th- things change and just really been having to tweak it lately and get like working with the sound man. He he does the the stuff on the iPad, so he's standing in front of me and I can say, you know, do this, do that, but He's a little resistant sometimes to like, you know, if I ask him, turn it up, he'll like, no, like, <laughs> what do you mean no? Um, but sometimes like, cause I do a lot of sing when it's only a four piece, when we only have one lead singer, I end up doing a lot of singing and I don't want to have to shout, you know, in the, in the mic. And sometimes I feel like I got to shout in order to hear myself and it hurts my throat and like, I want to sing, I don't want to shout. Um, but I think we had it dialed in better last night, but I ordered a new microphone uh, and I ordered uh, the Shure SM58 beta, which is, um, about, yeah, about $60 more than the 58. And that's a great mic though. It is like, I I've sung on the, the wireless version of that and it's really good. Like Matt, my, my friend, Matt Wells from Jersey, who was the singer in a band I was in called Mad Rabbit. I actually talked to him a couple weeks ago, but he, um, he used that, <clears throat> excuse me, and he would let me sing on his mic. And he's like, he was always talking about like, you, you just whisper, whisper, and it, and it comes out nice and clear. So, so I'm really excited. I, um, I ordered it yesterday, and I just got the notification that it's on its way. So I'll have it in a few days, and and I'll report back my findings from that. But I I'm hoping that that really is going to help my my uh, singing situation at the swamp. Yeah, I mean, it, it also depends on your voice, right? Because I have a Beta 58 I, I use for this podcast, but I actually switched out my mic live. Uh, I bought a Sennheiser E935. Okay. Um, for my, you know, the timbre and tonality of my voice, that mic is better suited. It's clearer. It's not as boomy. You know what I mean? It's just different. Right. Um, so, like you said, it really is, um, you know, you have to tailor it to your personal choice, you, you know, your style of singing, like you said, the tonality of your voice, because it's going to bring out certain, you know, everyone's voice is different, right? Some people's voice is low, high, mid, 
And it's interesting to see how, you know, different microphones really color the way it sounds, especially through a PA. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to do that. It's not, not something I've done really ever. It's like, I'm going to get myself a, a new different mic. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's a very small investment considering how much I use a mic. You know, and what are you singing through now? Just a Earth Standard 58. Okay, yeah. So you, yeah, you'll you'll notice a difference in the beta for sure. Yeah, I mean, plus it's a new mic. Like the the mic I use at work. Like yeah. I'm talking on a 58 right now, uh, and, but this isn't the one I use at, at work. I have a different one in my gig bag, and right. I've you know I've been using that you know nightly for when did I buy that mic? Uh, like probably three or four years ago. So I think over time, you know, your mic's the diminishing quality. Oh, for sure. It's got a lot of hours on it, you know, no doubt. So having a brandy new mic that's better quality mic to start with, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to have a new microphone. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I got to get a new bass, too, sometimes. Very soon. exciting. Yeah. Get some new gear. That's why I want to make money, so I can buy gear. It's always it's always great buying new gear and having new things, you know. Yes, new toys, like a kid. Absolutely. Um, so that's what's going on. I'm, uh, yeah, playing all week. Tonight, tomorrow, Thursday, maybe the weekend, and then. Awesome. I don't know about next week, but busy month, and then in a couple weeks I'm going to Jazz Fest, which I'm excited about. Uh, May fourth. Yeah, you had mentioned that. Hey, I want. Did you ever talk to um? The guy from the Piano Summit? I haven't talked to him since it was it finished, but I did see him post a few things online, and it looks like it was successful. So I will uh, awesome. I'll check in with him. Yeah. I, I don't know if anybody from CBC ended up going. I think he would have let me know by now. But um, And there was a, like a group picture from everybody that attended, and it was probably looked about like 60 people maybe. So it wasn't right. huge. It wasn't like mega huge. Which is probably good for those people that were there, you know, because then they really get to the value out of it. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So, so it's I've like got a small classroom setting versus like a you know a lecture. Right. Exactly. I'm gonna do a TED talk eventually in my life sometime. TEDx. Yes. Um, all right. So you got this. Where's your gig this weekend again? Uh, Morristown, New Jersey. The oh, right, right. Frog. Famous Frog, right. Yep. Fun room, uh, right in the heart of Morristown. Like you said, it's um, similar to New Orleans. And, you know, the, the Morristown vibe is, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, they, they will come and stay for a while. Some people will stay all night. But a lot of people will come, you know, for five or ten songs and then move on, you know, because there's so many bars uh, on the strip in Morristown that they'll, they'll, they'll constantly, you know, rotate and go one to the next to the next to the next you know right but, very uh, good very good yeah it should be good i'm looking forward to it. it's fun it's the first time i played since my surgery so you're um, right 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 yeah i'm excited to play i mean i played at home plenty so i know i can i can you know i can play and my shoulder's good it'll last the night but it'll just be exciting to play you know out um again but it's it, time goes so fast man you know like i said October was my surgery, and it just like wow, it's it's almost you know it's middle of April already. Right. Speaking of October, and I think I said this to you already, but I don't know if I said it on the show, but I'm coming up there this year. Um, yeah. And, and I'm gonna plan it soon. Um, what the dates are gonna be, but I'm coming up. 
I, you know, five days to a week, I'm going to spend up in Jersey, and we will do, maybe we'll do a live uh, a CBC Wisdom Hour with in person. Um, and yeah, we could do that for and, sure, and hopefully set up some jamming too and uh, whatever. But that's it's going it, already consider it a done deal. I'm coming up this year. It's 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 the year to do it. I've been talking about it every year, man, and and I miss Jersey in the fall, so I'm going to come up this year. And yeah, good time to come up too. Like you said, you know, fall, crisp weather. Yes, I love it. Fire pits yeah. outside, podcasts. Yes. Good stuff. Yes, good stuff. All right. So, coverbandcentral.com. You can sign up for a profile for you or your band or both for free. It's always going to be free and it's going to be the best music website. It already is the best website for musicians online. Check it out there. There you can also get the Carband Riches ebook. It's only nine ninety five, and it, it gives you basically the blueprint to be successful and make a lot of money in this industry. Uh, we're on Facebook, obviously Facebook.com slash Carband Central, and the group is Facebook.com slash groups slash Carband Central. And there's Carband Central musicians, and oh my goodness, there's so many things to promote, Tony. I don't even have the yes. time. Just go to CarbandCentral.com and find everything. We'll see you next time. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.